Hello, my fellow Awakened Horsewomen. Welcome back to another episode of the Awakened Horsewoman podcast where we unravel the conditioning of your life so you can have a better connection with your horse in a way you never would have imagined. Today's topic is about horses being impasse. And I'm a little excited about it because not very many people talk about this and I've discovered this to be true, that horses are impasse. And I've written about it before, but I think it's worth mentioning here too. So, horses are empaths, and they totally pick up stuff from us, but do we pick up their emotions? Like, they know instantly who we are, what we are, what's going on, if we're having a bad day, good day, if we're upset, if we're grieving, if we're sad, if we're depressed, they know everything about us. But do we know about their emotions? Do we even pay attention? Like, is it something that people do? In my experience, no, they don't. So, here's some questions that I'd like to pose to you. And um, it's just something that rambles through my mind. And uh, I wrote about it before, like I said. And this is something that I like to think about and talk about. So let's talk about the different scenarios of the horse. And let's talk about first about those cranky horses. What do you think this cranky horse is trying to tell you? What if they've been there, done that, and don't really want to do it anymore? That's a possibility. What if they're just having issues with their body and need a break? That's a possibility too. What if they just want to try something new? What if they're just tired of doing the same thing over and over again. Why not change things up? Maybe that would help. What if they're done being a lesson horse and they just want to go to the beach? I don't know about you, but I kind of like the beach. What if they're cranky because they're an old soul and they just don't want to do the horse thing? What if they just wanted to be left alone or in a pasture? What if they don't like to be touched because of past abuse? What would happen then? Would we listen to them or would we just keep going with what we've always done? It's just so easy for us to have our own agenda and be in our heads and just so easy to just go through the motions and not even be aware. We just get to the barn, get out of our vehicle. We don't have enough... I'm not sure what the word is, but we're not clear enough before we go to the barn. And we take that to the barn and the horse senses it. He knows if you've had a bad day at work. He knows if somebody's upset you. Trust me, they know everything. I mean, if you're listening to my podcast, you already know this. I don't need to tell you. But like I said, it's so easy for us to have an agenda. We want to get to the barn. We want to get tacked up. We want to get that lesson. We want to do this. We want to do that. Da-da-da-da-da. It's just too easy. It's just that we're in autopilot. It's also so easy to put our will on the horse and most of the time the horse will comply. And when they don't comply, then what? Then what do we do? Well, you know what happens. I've seen lots of people even use more force or will to get the horse to do whatever it wants. And most of the time the horse complies. There's always that one that won't comply. But people think 
they can just exude their will on this horse. What if we what if we looked at the horse and offered compassion and treated it with dignity and respect and said, Oh, good morning. How are you today? Were you that silly girl in your stall last night? How did you rest? What if you said, Oh, you're such a good girl, such a superstar. Oh, look who's that pretty girl. Offering up a relationship with your horse. Or even, you know, just... It just opens things up and it also adds another dimension of trust with your horse. You're not coming at your horse like demanding that this horse do something. You're like, hey, how the heck are you today? Oh my goodness, what were you doing last night? Oh, you made a mess of your stall. Speaking kindly and spending time with them, walking them, or even just massaging them in that one teeny spot, that's enough to begin changing the dynamics with your horse, any horse, really. I mean, lots of times I've come into the barn, I'm like, oh my goodness, how are you today? Good morning. I mean, sometimes the horses kind of look at me like, oh, what? But they look at me because nobody ever does that stuff. They don't say, good morning. How are you? Did you eat your breakfast? Or, sorry, your supper. They don't do that. They don't see this horse as a being with thoughts and emotions and feelings. They just... Walk in, rumble something, make sure everybody's standing and just go about their day. They don't actually connect with them like you would your little kid. You know, if you have kids, you'd be like, oh my goodness, how was your sleep? Did you have a good sleep? You, you know, you caught on them a little bit. Horses are no different. They're no different than your kid. I also really, really love, especially like when you have a new person coming to the barn or something like that, like a, a, a farrier or a vet or an acupuncturist or a chiropractor, say, hey, you see what that's, what's going on over there with that horse? That's acupuncture and it's really going to help. And let them see what's going on. And even if you have to explain it to the horse, that's 10 times better than having some farrier show up and just demand that your horse pick up its legs and you know and give them a shot in the ribs because it's not cooperating You're like oh my goodness this this person's invading my space like it's it's interesting to me that uh people don't view the horse this way and i like approaching the horse this way because it gives them more understanding then they're a lot more comfortable like even Uh, You can even let them watch another horse doing a new job that they may like to try. Why not? I don't see why that wouldn't wouldn't work. We had a young horse, my husband and I, we had a young horse uh, a few years ago, probably nine or ten now. He was a youngster. We bred his mom, had him delivered, and... We raised him. We didn't do anything with him. You know, we didn't put the saddle on him or anything until he was three years old. And when he was ready, he was watching my husband get on these horses and go to the track and do the same. We were at a a farm. I should clarify that. We were at a farm that had a little track. And this little guy was so amazing. He was ready to do it. He just kept watching him go back and forth from horse to horse and out to this little track and come back that he was ready to do it. And within six days, my husband was riding him nice and easy because obviously he didn't know a heck of a lot, but he was so good about it. So 
I don't see why we can't do things this way. It sure goes a long way in developing a long-lasting, loving, trusting relationship with your horse, or any horse for that matter. I really think that this is worth talking about. Because when we just force our will on them, it's just kind of ugly. It says more about the person than it does about the horse. I mean, of course the horse is going to react. Most of the time, like I said, they're more than willing to comply because they just do whatever, you know. Yeah, I really like this approach. I've had great success. It's It works wonders. Horses are happy. They But actually, it's really funny because the, when I do this with my horses, when I come in and I see them, or any horse for that matter, and I'm like, oh my goodness, I make such a big stink about them or a fuss. Like, and I actually, <laughs> I do this every time I see them. So if I leave the barn for 10 minutes or whatever, I come back and I'm like, oh my goodness, how are you? And believe me, it works like a charm. I mean, people might think you're a little bit different, but who cares? You've got a happy horse. And all of my horses, every one of them, they all nicker at me and they all talk and they all wait for me. And it's just so much more fun. Oh my goodness, it's so much more fun. So like I said, this is definitely worth talking about. Horses are definitely empaths. They pick up on everything that we do, everything that we are, everything that we think, and everything that we feel. I think it's time we did the same thing. How about us picking up on all that stuff? Hmm? What do you think about that? That's the end of today's podcast. I thank you for being here. Don't forget to listen in for the next podcast and be sure to share this with everybody you know. Sending ever-expanding love. Thank you.